1: vicki and i'm here with stephanie and our colleague sarah from the your story travel company we hope that you're all staying safe happy and healthy this is episode 672 and you are listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears the mousecapades podcast today we'll be bringing you all the latest disney
0: rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical the mousecapades podcast is a part of the your story travel company if you're looking to book a trip one of us would be glad to help just text us, we have Sarah, Vicki, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-395-0544, and we will be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your trip, so contact one of us today.
1: So lots of news this week, girls, coming uh, since they had the D23 last week. One of the things, this doesn't have to do with D23, but... It has to do with the crazy at Disney right now, and that is most of the park pass reservations on peak days have already been filled for the rest of the year. So Disney World has decided to halt the sales of annual passes. Now, we all know that stinks for us, regardless because we only have one kind of pass that we can buy for Disney World. But So Disney Pixie Dust passes are no longer being sold at the for the time being, but it also means that uh, the Disney Incredible Pass, the Disney Sorcerer Pass, and the Disney Pirate Passes are also not being sold. And the Disney Pixie Dust one, if you remember right, is the one with the most blackout dates. But again, is only able to be purchased by people that live in Florida.
0: Okay, so isn't the Pixie Dust, the Pixie Dust Pass, that's like the cheaper one? Yes. So of course, Disney would rule that out, <laughs> get rid of them first. Like that's the one with blackout dates where you probably couldn't go on these already full dates anyways. And they're acting like, Oh, it's it's to prevent our parks being too full, but really they're just making you buy the next step. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: I would just like to say that, um, the names of these passes is very confusing, but although cute as they are, Um, it does nothing to help
1: me realize what tier they are. Well, no, and yeah. (laughs) It's a little frustrating. So they are renewing existing annual pass holders. However, that does not mean that they will get a pass into the park because it looks like pretty much the days are booked up. So I'm sorry, pass holder people.
0: So over at Hollywood Studios, there was a blue carpet for Disney Plus Day. Varying shades of blue lined Hollywood Boulevard with uh, when the guests were entering the park. There was promotional filming with Mickey and Minnie Mouse happening near the intersection of Hollywood and Sunset, as well as being uh, near the Chinese Theater and the... Hyperion. Hyperion Theater, which is where the Frozen sing-along show was decked out in blue for Disney Plus Day. I just found that Disney Plus Day a little bit odd, but... Kind of did, too.
1: <laughs> the Disney Plus kept freezing up. Did anybody else have that issue?
2: Uh, last week was Book Fair week for me, so...
1: Oh, that's right. We forgot to ask you how Book Fair week went.
2: Crazy, crazy, crazy.
1: You survived?
2: Made a lot of money, so it's <laughs> good for the good. PTA. But yeah, um, I, so yeah, I wasn't on Disney Plus, but uh, it seemed, I mean, maybe they're trying to drum up business, but the whole notion of Disney Plus Day seemed a little forced to me. Yeah.
0: It did, it I and mean, it wasn't like well planned for either. It's not like we've been talking about this for a long time. It just kind of like, oh, maybe we should do something for this. And then they did, and it was just kind of strange. But eh, blue carpets were there, so that was
2: fun. So Disneyland is all decked out for the holidays. On November 11th, they had their merriest nights, a holly jolly hard ticketed event if you were a guest already in the park you could go to star wars launch bay to get your bracelet for the hard ticketed event guests arriving at the park at the time of the event received their bracelets at the entrance gate the line to get the holiday bracelet was pretty crowded while guests were waiting in line they were able to get a peek at the event merchandise that would be um, available for sale that evening besides the holidays merriest night's wristband guests were given a light-up lanyard, um, and the guests overall were a little underwhelmed with the decorations. They reported that there were decorations, but they weren't up to Disney par. Sleeping Beauty uh, Castle was covered in snowy lights and had projections of snowflakes on, um, and there were projections of snowflakes on Matterhorn Mountain. Despite the fact that It's a Small World was flooded, Disneyland had it all lit up for Christmas. It was definitely a fun night, but guests weren't sure if it was worth the higher price. And I know they were having just there were only a few chances to do this event. It wasn't.
1: Yeah, I think they only had six nights.
2: Yeah, I watched um, some bloggers go. Uh huh. And I think they were happy. <laughs> the biggest thing was the um, the light up lanyard. I think they were excited about that. And I think they seemed to think it was pretty, but you know maybe they were putting on a good face.
0: I don't know for the video the most exciting thing was a light-up lanyard (laughs) i I remember like oh the castle's pretty and i think the castle was still beautiful and that but Mm -hmm. i mean it's not worth the price you pay for the ticket to see the castle like that like i'll just see a picture it's fine
1: (laughs) yeah so um i can't remember if you guys watched him tracker but their little boy was on there and when they took him to disneyland he called that the baby castle (laughs)
2: no
1: oh, because i mean it's obviously smaller and that's what my friend mm-hmm. said she said it as overwhelming as it is to look at the cinderella castle to look at the sleeping beauty castle you're like oh it's like a little dollhouse <laughs> it's cute <laughs> right.
2: my castle's bigger than your castle that's right <laughs> oh, sorry that, that was, all I was thinking. no that was funny though <laughs>
1: So, guess that the Magic Kingdom will be able to send out 2021 and ring in 2022 in style as the park hours have now been extended for December 30th and 31st. On both the days, the park's gonna open at 9 a.m. and close at 1 a.m., an hour later than originally they had said at midnight, which I kind of saw coming. Not surprised. Think of all the merchandise they can sell. This could be a further indicator that New Year's Eve midnight fireworks might return to the park after being absent last year. No special festivities for the occasion have been announced as of this writing of the article. So this is all speculation on our part, so don't get all excited everybody, but I think there's a good possibility. But earlier this month, they revealed that Epcot would close at midnight on the 31st after briefly being shifted from 10 o'clock to midnight, which is good because Epcot was the other park that was always packed out. However, Disney's Hollywood Studios, oh, excuse me, not however, disney's hollywood studios will also close at midnight but disney's animal kingdom will close at seven i think they're worried about the animals
0: yeah Yeah. they they, need their sleep the animals need their sleep
2: and they're not going to do fireworks or anything there anyways because again it disturbs the animals so it makes sense they would close that park early
0: I feel like Disney was a bit of a yo-yo with this because it was like, okay, I mean, it's New Year's Eve. And so of course they're going to close at midnight and do something big for New Year's Eve. And then all of a sudden, I don't know, I think it was like a month ago that we were reporting, oh, It's not midnight. They changed Epcot, Epcot of all places to 10 PM. Epcot that's normally open so late anyways was like, oh no, 10 p.m. on New Year's Eve. And we were like, what is up with that? What a total bummer. Imagine wanting to go and spin your New Year's Eve. Like that's a bucket list thing in our house, is New Year's Eve at Disney. And then they change it to 10 p.m. And then all of a sudden, just kidding. (laughs) Now it's one, 1 1 a.m. Like Stop. You're toying with these people's emotions. Which means
1: people are not gonna really be out of there till two because we all know that Oh yeah. They can close the park, but it's always an hour or two before they can get everybody out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Walt Disney World Annual Pass holders are gonna be able to have a unique viewing experience for Disney Kite Tales at Animals, um, at Animal Kingdom. And this is gonna run through December 1st to the 15th. Annual pass holders will have access to an exclusive seating section for all performances of the Daytime Spectacular. To access the section, guests with a valid annual pass must arrive at least five minutes prior to showtime, To the ent- um, and that'll get you to the entrance, and that's going to be across from the theater in the wild in Dinoland, USA. Hopefully, this section is a safe distance away from the Falling kites. For which a warning was recently added to the greeting before the show. I'm gonna say, is is this a perk?
1: I don't know, is it?
2: <laughs> I mean,
0: we've talked about
2: this show in the past. I don't see a whole lot of annual pass holders flocking to Kite Tales, but um
1: You may be mistaken.
2: I might be wrong. <laughs> and maybe I'm I'm taking a, you know, pessimistic view on things this evening. <laughs> oh but it kind of made me laugh I was like what do they want um this unique viewing experience right.
0: <laughs> wouldn't that be awkward if it's like empty every single time <laughs> like
2: <laughs> well, oh. <laughs> oh my goodness okay so Epcot took a step towards a more sustainable future recently as the park is debuting a new cast member costume made partially from recycled plastic bottles. The seafoam green costume worn by the festival's team sports the New World Showcase icon, which has been featured along with all of the new and reimagined pavilion icons in the flags now flying at the park's entrance. While only the festival's team was mentioned, this new outfit could prove to be a possible replacement for the World Showcase costumes seen at the festivals, which featured the flags of all 11 countries with pavilions. The next festival scheduled is the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays, which kicks off this Friday, November 26th. Um, I mean, it's definitely cool.
1: I really like the shirts. They look really cool.
2: Yeah. Hopefully, they're comfortable and don't feel like you are wearing plastic bottles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they looked like, um, what is it, the athletic shirts that dry? What do you oh, call like them? The dry like fit, the quick dry me. yeah. They looked like dry fit, um, polos is what they were, but they were seafoam green, so they were really mm. pretty.
2: I bet those are, if it is like that, I bet they feel cooler for um, the hot weather, hot and
1: humid weather, which is interesting because you'd think if you we're wearing a plastic bottle that you would be hot.
2: <laughs> well, some people going around wear go around wearing plastic shirts all the time, right? Because True. You know, polyester and so this maybe we're not that far off.
1: I don't know. During the magical entertainment panel at Destination D twenty three, it was confirmed that the cavalcades are here to stay. Yay! Cheers from everybody. Ooh, ooh good cavalcades were initially introduced when the parks reopened last summer because of covid safety reasons now that the parades are returning to walt disney world when the festival of fantasy resumes next year many guests are wondering if the cavalcades will be finished not only are they going to stay but they announced this week that magic kingdom is going to get a new one called disney adventure friends cavalcade it'll make its debut sometime next year we don't know of course um the Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade will be joining the Daytime Parade Entertainment. Um, at the panel, it was mentioned the characters that we would see during this parade. Moana, Miguel from Coco, Clarabelle the Cow. Okay, I love Clarabelle the Cow, but she needs a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Blue and King Louie, Mulan, Elena, Jose, Caraco, and Pichito from The Three Caballeros. Stitch and more. See, Sarah should have said those names because she would have said them more beautifully. <laughs> the new cavalcade will be parading through Magic Kingdom multiple times per day, sometime in early 2022.
2: Maybe I'll see it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. But um, I was thinking, I was thinking like Margie for a second, early 2022. Let's see, March 31st. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I am excited about the Festival of Fantasy Parade coming back because. I have a spot where I like to watch this parade right by the um, Christmas store, the Christmas shop. Um, and we we stand under this tree where they have the lanterns hanging that represent the 13 original colonies, I believe. And I have some of the most amazing pictures that are framed by the trees and the lanterns are hanging. And then you see um, the Maleficent dragon behind it. And I love it. Um, but that's where I like to watch this parade.
1: We watched the electrical parade there one year and it was amazing.
0: I'm just glad that we get best of both worlds. We get the parade coming back and we get to keep cavalcades because that right. was kind of my fear is that cavalcades would disappear. Cause I love them. Um, so yay. Do my
2: ears deceive me? Did they listen to public feedback and, <laughs> um, actually Listen to us that we like the
0: cavalcades because the noodle people must have said <laughs> the noodle <about> people. <laughs> <laughs> so Disney Genie, Genie Plus, and Lightning Lane weren't mentioned like at all during the destination D23 at Walt Disney World this weekend, which was kind of surprising. That's kind of a big deal for this year, and they didn't say anything about it. We also noticed that trams weren't mentioned. Um, the parking lot transportation has been suspended since the parks reopened in July of 2020. Remember, we talked, I don't know, was it maybe two weeks ago Yeah. about how we were speculating maybe they were coming back because they'd seen them up and running. Right. Well, I don't know. They have pretty much been sitting untouched. Every once in a while, they move it and they get us excited and then nothing happens from it. Um, Disney World transportation, uh, they did, list in their presentation, the transportation presentation, that there was 30 trams, which is like seven or eight per park. But they're just sitting there doing absolutely nothing and there's no announcement regarding the return of the trams. Disneyland Resort parking trams on the other hand will be returning to service early next year. Yay (laughs) Disneyland folks, you get yours back.
1: We're still waiting. Do you know what else was missing from D23 last week? What? bob paycheck oh oh yes he sent he had
0: a conflict
1: yes he said he was there in spirit mm, mm.
0: sure he was he was in hiding <laughs> yeah
1: that's what that's what a lot of um people were speculating he just he didn't want to show his face after that whole uh petition that came out a few weeks ago where so many people had signed it in less than 24 hours it was insane mm.
2: he's not popular um and we should mention that Joe Rohde was, you know, he had, this was years ago, but he had two projects opening the same day. It was Avatar um, in Walt Disney World, and I forget what it was in Disneyland, but they were opening the same day, and he made it to both openings. Right. Um. So it, it's a little, it's a weak excuse for sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't think he even gave an excuse. He just said I just I'll be there in spirit <laughs> yeah sorry can't and you're like you don't even want to
1: like try to make up for it and tell us what I'm afraid somebody might throw rocks at me <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> okay so there were some things that were announced at D23 so we'll share some of them with you starting with the Magic Kingdom and Disney World so the first was that the Festival of Fantasy Parade will be returning in 2022 also mickey's magical friendship fair is the new castle forecourt show debuting for the 50th anniversary of the magic kingdom in 2022 it is replacing mickey's royal friendship
1: fair those are really close in name if you didn't notice one I more difference know.
2: i know so we'll see how similar they are um engine one the walter e disney of the walt disney world rail railroad is also set to return in 2022 so those are some things to look forward to
1: they redid walt's train i was very happy about that so over at epcot guardians of the galaxy project rewind will be opening the summer of 2022. yay yay margie will never live this down but so in true margie fashion what is the last day of summer like September 21st. 21st, yeah, I think. Yeah, so they'll open on the 20th, <laughs> yeah. it says the summer. In an area of world celebration called Dreamer's Point, a new statue of Walt Disney is going to be able to be found in 2022, as well as over at Hollywood Studios. This makes me so happy. Fantasmic is returning, and not only is it returning, not it's not returning the way that we all remember it, it's going to also have a new section of Frozen, Aladdin, and a Moana segment. Ooh,
0: I can't wait to see that.
1: I know.
2: As excited as I can be about a statue, I'm very. I think it looks beautiful. They showed that. Have you seen it? Is it the one with Walt and? Yeah, he's sitting, and it looks like you'll be able to go sit beside him
1: and take your picture.
2: Sitting on steps, but this the just the the rendering they showed it it just looked very nice. So I hope it comes to fruition that it looks. That good it really looked like him you know
1: that's awesome
0: cool over in animal kingdom finding nemo the big blue and beyond is going to be their replacement for finding nemo the musical so they just added a little more to that title right there and that's going to be coming to the theater in the wild at disney's animal kingdom in 2022 no set date just 2022 left it wide open there <laughs> Over in Disneyland, the new Magic Band Plus is coming to Disneyland Resort in 2022, along with the new Hey Disney Amazon Echo devices. That Magic Band Plus got a little bit of, I know Miranda was not super happy about
1: it. Right. It's
2: coming to world too, though, right?
1: It is, but the way that um, I read this week, it sounded like they were going to get something first before us. Mm. So, what's the deal with Magic Band Plus? It will
2: do things in time with the shows, so it'll light up, I guess. Yep. It is It is not enough to make me want to get it yet, if I could get it in January. I'm going to stick with my Adventureland Magic Band.
0: How expensive were they? They
1: haven't given pricing.
2: More,
0: I would <laughs> Just more. <laughs> all we know. Of course. Okay, so Fantasmic and the World of Color are set to return to Disneyland Resort in 2022. The Main Street Electrical Parade turns 50 next year and Disney is celebrating by bringing the beloved classic
1: back to Disneyland. Oh Disneyland, you're so lucky. Mm. Yeah, they weren't lucky as we were for a while so I guess we'll have to give them some stuff. It's true.
2: The Disney on Broadway schedule for the 2022 Epcot Festival of the Arts was announced Every two weeks, new pairs of Disney on Broadway stars will perform some of the songs that helped make them famous, plus other tunes. So here are the guests that we can expect to see. Ariel Jacobs from Aladdin and Adam Jacobs from Aladdin, Carrie Butler from Beauty and the Beast, Telly Leung from Aladdin, Heidi Blickenstaff from Freaky Friday and the Little Mermaid, Robert Creighton from Frozen, Kara Lindsay from Newsies, Dan DeLuca, Newsies, Ashley Brown, Mary Poppins, Josh Strickland, Tarzan, Kissy Simmons, the Lion King, and Michael James Scott from Aladdin. On February 21st, there will be an extended finale featuring Ashley Brown, Josh Strickland, Kissy Simmons, and Michael James Scott. This is an amazing lineup, and hopefully I will get to see some of it, because I will be there during Festival of the Arts.
1: So, Yes, feel free to video it for us, <laughs> okay.
2: right? So if you're going to be there, I think this is one of the sort of underrated Epcot festivals. There's a lot to do, and it's a good time. And as always, the very popular food booths that go along with it where they very creatively pair food with art um, in unexpected ways. So if you're there, please enjoy the
1: festival. The virtual reality preview of Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge has opened at Downtown Disney District over in California, and it's gonna be operating through January the 5th, 2022. This is a complimentary preview experience being offered from noon until 8 p.m next to the star wars training post but there are no advanced reservations available only on the day of the event you can walk up and are allowed for the first 30 to 60 minutes of operation which adds up to about 10 people after the first 10 people walk up then they use a qr code or they put out a qr code and you make your reservation for later that day the reservations are made for every 15 minutes until 7:30 at night The experience is free but only available for guests 13 years of age or older so don't try to sneak your kid in inside guests will need to fill out a waiver before proceeding to one of the six individual pods and the entire experience is about 15 minutes long once they're in the pod the guests each have a time slot of eight minutes that includes three minutes of just dialogue setting up their mission and then there's a five minute free play section if you play fast enough You can get into the wilds of Batuu overlooking Black Spire Outpost and get to fight a few bad guys. On the way out, there is a booth where guests can pick up a complimentary poster and a $25 gift card. The game itself costs $25 at the Oculus Store, so you can essentially get it for free to play at home. If you agree to play or fill out the survey, you get a Quest 2 water bottle. Ooh,
2: incentives. Mm. (laughs) sounds like a lot of work yeah that sounds
0: fun too
1: i think our work needs to give us an incentive for filling out those surveys
0: oh wouldn't that be nice okay so talk more about this uh magic Van plus that's what i'm gonna do with the debut of magic and plus next year at both walt disney world and disneyland so yes it is coming to both comes the return of a nighttime entertainment feature long thought lost in park history The light up magic bands are going to feature a glow with the show, which is a sync up feature that's used for a lot that used to be used for a line of ears and handheld nighttime light toys. And what this does is it allows it to change colors in time with the beats of the nighttime uh, spectaculars, including the fireworks, Fantasmic the Osborne family spectacle of dancing lights and world of color. Many of these nighttime shows haven't even returned yet, but now it appears that the magic band plus is going to piggyback with, um, and go with this technology and feature both light and vibrations to sync with the show. Um, has anybody seen
1: like the ears or the Joey has the ears? Is it distracting? So, The thing that Joey got disappointed about was he was very excited about them, but you can't watch your own ears because they're on your head. Yeah. So I wore them for a show so he could watch what they do. (laughs) Does it take away from the show because you're
0: watching the ears? I don't think so. Okay.
2: I don't, I mean, it's hard to, I mean, if you're thinking like Magic Kingdom fireworks, there's not much that I think would distract you from that, but... I just think that the whole idea of my magic band lighting up and doing, vibrate, you know, vibrations, I don't know if that's enough to entice me to pay more, and there's only two designs that I've seen pictured for this, and th- I, there's a lot, like, my kids want sparkly ones, they're not gonna want, I don't think they're gonna want this one.
1: Right. I don't know. I don't think it's as cool as the ears were or the mickey hand or what was the other thing that they had the light up toys Mm. those were visual like they were right there but your armband what are we gonna do like hold up like phone (laughs) and then wave our arms back and forth i i don't know yeah (laughs) maybe i'll be my mind will be changed when i see them
2: yeah i'm i think they're gonna be cool but you're again you just have to weigh is it something you want to buy um because first of all magic bands aren't Complimentary anymore, and then if you want to get one that's really personalized to your taste that has a certain design on it, you're either paying more for one or you're going to Etsy. So, right, <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: It's just gonna confuse me with it vibrating because yeah. I mean my smartwatch vibrates when I'm getting a phone call or text message, so right. if it's over there vibrating and be like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna go with my Adventureland. I've got two girls that are getting the the sparkly ones and my husband will go with anything that is you know dark blue dark green or black so that'll be our family the destinations d23 event revealed the upcoming revamp of downtown disney district in an artist concept beginning in 2022 in january 2022 the former amc theater will be removed and a whole new area will be built this open, grassy area will provide a space for guests to relax, as well as an area for some events that will be held in downtown Disney. Disney Parks Experiences and Products President Josh Tamaro also mentioned that the shopping and dining in the area will be revitalized.
0: I'm kind of glad about this. They do need some more space just to sit. Like, there's not
1: a lot of outdoor seating. But a lot of people go to the theater in Florida. I guess they don't in California they're able to remove the AMZ theater?
2: I don't know. I think that would be as a locals part where you get a lot of local traffic, a movie theater, I feel like would be popular. I feel like it would be less popular at Disney World where most of the guests are from elsewhere. The first thing on my mind going to Disney World isn't, hey, let's go to see a movie. Um, so I don't know, maybe they know something we don't.
0: It does surprise me though because they can make money with a theater because that's a place where you can charge people to go in and make a profit, but a large grassy area you don't benefit off of. And you know how Disney, they like the money.
2: So Well, I think of like where I live in downtown Cary, they do um, out, you know, like evening concert series. Hmm. So if I don't, I don't know how large it's gonna be, but maybe they're thinking of something like that for the future where they could have events and then they charge you <laughs> to come to the event which might be yeah. a bigger draw than a movie um at a at a theme park i
1: don't know
0: i think that would be a big draw
2: with as good as the weather is there i mean who wouldn't want to be outside all the time
1: well, i know they were freezing the other night though at the christmas party in florida and they said it's 55 degrees
2: <laughs> we <just> laugh. like-
1: <laughs> well i was just like yeah it's a lot colder here but okay <laughs> Well, thank you, Sarah, for joining Stephanie and myself for Rumors and News. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at Mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or text us at 636-395-0544. If you would like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text us, Sarah, Stephanie, or myself, Vicki, at 636-395-0544. Just a reminder that a $200 deposit will hold your reservation.
0: And be sure to listen to Friday's show. Vicki is going to be chatting with her friend Angela about her trip to Disneyland in October. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, The Capades Podcast.
1: Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney
0: love. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends. I think that was a podcast record. We were really fast. <laughs>
1: yeah, we did good. Have a very happy Thanksgiving. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. So here is a riddle to guess if you can sing the bells of Notre Dame. What makes a monster and what makes a
0: man? Sing the-
1: what hell of a pitch you can feel and bewitch you, the rich and the rich you'll never